Ready to elevate your credit understanding and score? With insider tips and a plan, you can take action to improving your score, which can save thousands in unnecessary finance charges. Let's tackle today's topic with your coach, Credit Christy. Hey friends, it's Christy, your credit coach. Thanks so much for being here with me for another episode. Today I wanna hit five topics of things I wish I was taught when I was younger. I wish when I was just starting off that I knew the importance of credit, but even on top of that, that I knew how to build my credit. I wish that I had become an authorized user on somebody's card. I have siblings that are several years older than me and had some credit already established, or even my mom's credit card. She didn't know and I didn't know. So if you haven't heard of that term before, becoming an authorized user on somebody else's credit card, I've got a 10 minute long episode on that. Dive into those details there, but it's an excellent way to get deep and rich credit history nearly immediately added to your credit. I wish I understood that because I had a credit card of $500 or $1,000, that didn't actually mean and max out that limit. Having a really high balance against your limit is actually going to hurt your credit score more than it can help your credit score. And I remember thinking, ah, okay, so I was a week late on making my credit card payment. I made it. Your payment history makes up 35% of your credit credit score. It is single-handedly the most important step that you have all the control in the world of. So please make sure you know your payment history is a vitally important piece of establishing a great credit profile. And I wish that somebody had told me to stay away from store credit cards. If you've been following me all along, you know my girlfriend Crystal in high school started working for Macy's and she got a Macy's credit card and I was so envious of her. And I told my mom, I'm going to get a Macy's credit card. And she said, oh no, you're not. And I thought, I'm 18. I can do what I want to do. And my mom taught me in that moment a department store credit card. I'm spending money on luxury items and not necessarily necessities. And so I went to my favorite store where I could buy my toothpaste and my toilet paper, you know, the necessities. And my very first credit card was from them. Once I established a little bit of credit history with them, I then went and applied for a bank issued credit card. And I had that baby for years. I also wish that I knew that the longevity of keeping that credit card open, I wish I'd better understood that. I closed that credit card for probably no good reason. And if I still had it, you guys, it would be 20 something years old now. And having that long standing active and open credit history truly helps your overall profile and credit score. So having a bunch of store credit cards in your wallet are not like gold stars. There's no reason for it. If you are establishing credit and becoming an authorized user isn't possible for you, then perhaps start with a store credit card, but be wise with the store that you start it with. Don't go to a store that it's forcing you to spend money that's not required, if you know what I mean. Number two, I wish I had better understood installment loans. All installment loans come with per diem. It's a Latin term for per day. And installment loans have a daily interest. I remember getting to the point where I was making more money and working more hours once I had graduated high school and I had an auto loan. So I paid several payments extra. And then when I got the bill, I remember seeing it wasn't due for three or four months out because I paid early and extra. So I just took advantage of that time instead of just remaining early in my payments or accelerating that payoff. I just coasted and waited for those three or four months until my payment was due again. But I didn't do anything good with that money that should have been going to my car payments. Honestly, I just wasted it. So if you pay early or you pay extra, you are excluding 
removing that daily interest from going to the lender, it gets to stay in your pocket. It shaves down the time period in which that payoff goes to. So you can save a ton of money in interest charges and pay that baby off faster if you pay a little early and a little extra. And if your loan servicer allows it, ask them if they offer bi-weekly payment. It makes budgeting so much easier because you're paying half of that amount owed every other week. What you're ultimately doing is making 13 payments in a 12-month time frame. So it shaves off a ton of interest, a lot of time, and that amount of financing. And I'd recently read that most cars that are financed are well over a five-year term. So could you imagine shaving off an entire year worth of payments because you've paid a little early and a little extra? The next thing I wish I was taught earlier is how to balance a checkbook. And it's an old-fashioned term because most of us have actually never balanced a checkbook. I would imagine a lot of my listeners don't even have checks to their name because let's face it, everything can be paid online or transferred online quite easily. But when I refer to balancing a checkbook, what I really mean is knowing how much of a cushion you have, knowing what auto drafts and payments are coming out until your next payday, knowing how much is coming in, how much is obligated out, and how much you actually have set aside for the fun things in your life. I was guilty of this, and maybe you are too. I would check my bank balance to see if I had enough money to go out to dinner or to buy that new shiny thing. And just because my bank balance reflected a certain amount, I was not forward thinking about my cell phone bill that's gonna get paid automatically tomorrow or the auto insurance that's due on Monday. And that's where overdraft fees happen, and a lot of us are shuffling around money in our different accounts and pulling out of our emergency fund for something that's really not an emergency. I just got to cover the amount I just took out of my checking account that I actually didn't have to give. Next, I really wish I had understood the importance of savings. We've got this negative trap that occurs because we don't start with the savings. Having no savings requires us to borrow money. And when we borrow money, sometimes we wind up with maxed out credit cards, late payments on those loans or those credit cards, which results in higher interest rates, higher fees. And that means less cash flow because we're paying money over here to those fees, which in turn leaves us with no savings. And it's this cycle it's this trap and it's so hard to get out of it. So I'm going to encourage you in a way I wish somebody had encouraged me. The next time you have an influx of money, you took on a side hustle, you have a tax refund, you get gifted some money, you sell something. When you have a little extra to start off with, put that in a designated savings account and try to keep adding to it. New tires on your car should not be coming out of your emergency fund. When you were driving all those tens of thousands of miles, you had to know you're eventually going to have to replace those tires. So budget accordingly for some of those things that don't happen on a monthly basis, but they do happen. The older I get, the more I realize I can expect the unexpected because life is full of the unexpected. So the best way to handle it is to be prepared for the unexpected. And the last thing that I want to share with you that I wish I was taught when I was younger is the power of the compound effect. Start investing early. I wish I knew when I started, not all my jobs, right? Those jobs that got you through college and just got you through until you kind of figured out what you were doing. But when I actually started making a good income, I wish I was required to put aside 10 to 20% of my income and move it into a separate account, something that could be invested 
needed that could grow over time and that could help paint that beautiful picture of what I envision my retirement years to look like. I want to challenge you right now. Close your eyes. Picture yourself much older in your life and yes, you're still sexy. But what are you doing? Who are you doing it with? Are you traveling the world? Are you visiting your grandkids whenever you want to? Are you out on the boat? Are you on the golf course? Do you know what all of those things have in common? They all require money and there's nobody that's going to come save you. Your younger self is here to rescue your older self in many years to come. And you do that by starting now. It's so hard to envision 40 or 50 years from right now, right? I get that. But if you want the kind of life later that you deserve and you desire, you do have to work for it now by being diligent with your choices. And I promise you, you won't miss that 10% of your income as much as you think you might, but that 10% can grow and grow and grow and create a really amazing last chapter in your life. I don't know about you, but I want to go out big. And so I'm going through the motions now and taking those actions to be able to fund the kind of lifestyle that I desire when I stop bringing in the money. For most of us, when we stop working, we stop earning. So if you start investing early, creating passive income opportunities, investing it in whatever is important to you, real estate, stock market, there are all sorts of things you could do. And honestly, if I could go back in time and was a young 20-something single person, knowing what I know now, I would have never had my own plate. I would have always rented a room or shared a home with somebody and took that extra money that it would have cost me to live on my own and put it aside in retirement. I would have picked up some side jobs. I love dogs. I would have been a dog walker or a pet sitter. I just finished writing my first book and I've hired an editor and I know she's a full-time editor for a company and then she's doing this as a side hustle and getting paid great money, by the way. So what can you do to bring in a little extra so that you can have that savings, so that you can have have that padding in your checking account balance so you can pay off those installment loans a little early and a little extra so you don't maintain credit card balances paying 20 something percent interest and so that you can have the kind of life you love. I just want to encourage you right now to go for it and your older self thanks you. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening and if we haven't already connected, would you please subscribe to my YouTube channel at Credit Christie? It would mean the world to me and I know Spotify and a few of those other places you might be listening to to don't necessarily have a place for reviews, but I know iPhone users through iTunes, you can. Will you give me the stars you think I deserve? Thanks so much for being here with me. And until next time, my friends, stay well. Subscribe now and share with a friend to stay in the loop for new credit content and insider tips to maximize your credit knowledge. And follow Credit Christie on Instagram.